And you watched this yesterday, right? Yeah. Did you did you end up watching the two towers right after? Oh yeah, oh you did. <laughs> yeah. Oh my and, god! And then I was like, I might just watch Return of the King. <laughs> did you? No. Oh, I was man. like, no. That would that would have been a, you you would have done a marathon for yeah. this. That would have been crazy. And then I was like, no, I gotta watch Carlito's Way. But dude, I really wanted to watch Return of the King, and then I almost did today, but I was like, I'm gonna wait. Yeah, I um, yeah, <laughs> I had watched uh, Lord of the Rings. Earlier this weekend, so I, I was fine. I was fine. Um, but uh, we're back. We're back. We're back. Yeah. Um, and are you ready to go? I'm do. Oh, fuck. I'm ready. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm do it. Um, do it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, then let's uh, play it again, man. You must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. Good morning. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Erica! 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 Hasta la vista, baby. All right, what's up, everybody? We are back, um, back in action, and we are going to do Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. It came out 20 years ago last month, and we were going to do it in December, but things happened, but now we're back, so we're bringing you this bonus episode um, because you guys have been so patient, and uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, like I said, this movie came out in 2001. Um, it was fucking gargantuan when it came out, man. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just it swept the nation... Um, and people were uh, highly anticipating the sequel. Um, a lot of people didn't know if this movie was going to work. It had been in production for a long time before this, and uh, yeah, it just it's it's an amazing movie. And why don't we start at the beginning, uh, like we always do, and talk about where we were when we first saw this movie? Uh, I I'm pretty sure I went to the movie theater to see it. Nice. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, I don't remember with who. Probably. I don't think my parents, because they don't watch crap like that. <laughs> I probably went with friends or something. What? Okay, so y- you don't remember exactly where you were, but was there like when you when you saw it the first time? Did you know that movies like? I don't know. For me, it was like, oh, movies kind of just got different for like the better. Yeah. Um, no, that was. Definitely did you get like that like next that level? Shit. You're just like, oh shit, yeah. this is fucking crazy. Yeah, next level shit. Because we're coming out of a time when this movie comes out. It's like, you know, The Matrix had just come out two years previous. Yeah. And that movie fucking changed action, how action oh, yeah. movies were made and everything. Just the way they looked and everything like that. So I feel like when I first saw it, too, you know. It, yeah. Um, so that was, that was um, like, your feeling as well. Yeah, I, like, as far as, like, fantasy movies go... I mean, I don't think I had really, like, seen anything like that, or there was anything really on that level of, of that. Yeah, like and, the action and the yeah, and, scope. And I had never heard of the story. Yeah. Like, I had no clue of anything. And um, and I just, like, just went in, like, just, like, ready for for all of it and just so excited to just, just see more. Like, I saw the trailers, and I'm like, dude, what is this? Like... Okay. Just like, yeah, and um, 
and then watching it, I, I didn't know, I didn't catch, like I said, I didn't know it was a book. I didn't know any of those those things, so I didn't know, I didn't catch any of the Easter eggs in there. Yeah, talking of like, you know, his his, uh, I didn't know like he there was a whole stories be, before it. You know, the Hobbit. Oh yeah, and all yeah that. The Hobbit. I had no clue until way later. Yeah, and um, then and then watching it again, it made sense. I had I had a similar kind of a similar thing. So I I I remember seeing the trailers and not really remembering them all that much because um, this is at a time when like you you don't go on YouTube to watch trailers over and over again or and stuff like that. Is uh, two thousand one, so the internet is still like coming out of its infancy and then turning into all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I didn't see, like, I saw TV spots. I don't know if I saw an exact trailer for it or whatever. But like you, um, I didn't uh, I didn't know the story at all. I maybe had heard Lord of the Rings somewhere before, but I didn't know anything about the story or anything. And I remember I used to spend the weekends with my dad and my uncle um, would stay at my grandma's house too. So, uh, I remember I was at their house one weekend and my dad's like, oh, let's go see a movie. And then my uncle was really hyped. He wanted to see this movie because my uncle was like a huge nerd back in the day. Mm -hmm. So he knew all about the Lord of the Rings. And then I remember going into the theater, not knowing anything, vaguely seeing a TV spot and then just being like, holy shit, what am I fucking watching? Like, not only, I mean, J.J.R. Tolkien's you know, story is fucking epic as fuck, first of all. Yeah. And then that movie could have gone so badly in so many different ways oh, if yeah. it was handled and directed by anybody else and sure. acted by anybody else, you know? So it's like, I got this movie that just looked amazing, was fucking acted amazing, like it was fucking <laughs> fantastic. And I just, I just remember like feeling so much awe like when I left the theater. Oh, yeah. Because, dude, I'm what, 2001? I'm like, 11 12 years yeah. old yeah so i'm just like my fucking brains on fire i was like that was one of the coolest movies oh, i've yeah. fucking seen in my life and then you know as a kid it's a little harder to gauge sequels but you know as we got older we could tell like oh those older batman movies weren't that good but like anticipation for the next movie to come out because i didn't know it was a three-part story i didn't know any yeah. i didn't know i, I didn't thought know there was anything. gonna be one movie you know yeah. so I remember just leaving and just being like, oh, and my uncle's telling me that there's going to be more movies. And I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking crazy. So I um, I remember just going home and looking for the books or asking my uncle if he had the books and then going to school afterwards that next summer and then running them from the library and like reading through them and just fucking going all in on Lord of the Rings. But yeah. uh, it was it was a really cool time to be a movie fan because those they were just they're great movies man and then they all they you know they swept like the award nominations at least until return of the king didn't it have some like like 17 or uh so return of the king won i think like 11 academy awards the most that had ever been won mm. uh, um i think tied with like titanic or something mm. um but yeah it, it, but like all the other ones were nominated for best picture like and cgi and i'm pretty sure they won a lot like cgi or some yeah. shit like that but uh yeah it was just it was just an amazing experience um as a little kid to go watch that movie i oh, I, yeah. I deeply enjoyed it and still no matter what generation watches it yeah man it is they, blown they, away they by really it. hold up i'm surprised um 
I'm surprised the CGI still looks as good. I mean, because you see some movies today, yeah, and they don't look much better, or maybe sometimes even worse than that mm-hmm. shit. Um, so yeah, it's a it's an amazing movie, and I can't wait so to cool. jump into the thick of it. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess that's enough talk about that. We could talk about the cast a little bit mm-hmm. before we do that. We got to talk about the movie's director. Peter Jackson, because this guy became an instant household name, like oh, like overnight, and he'd been working a long time. Um, so in the early late 80, 80s, early nineties, so I don't have the date in front of me. Um, he made this movie called Dead Alive for a very very small amount of money. I think it's called something different in uh, New Zealand because that's where it was made. Okay. Um, so he makes this movie called Dead Alive, and it's like. I don't know, kind of like uh, Evil Dead, but like on steroids. Like, there's just so much gore and so many like practical effects in it. It's yeah. fucking crazy. You could tell he takes a lot from that in that movie. But uh, he makes that movie for a very small amount of money, and um, the studio notices him, so he gets more work. Um, and while he's working on a certain project, uh, Robert Zemeckis, the director of you know Forrest Gump, Back to the Future, and mm-hmm. everything, he's looking for somebody to. Um, directed tales from the crypt movie that he wants to make <laughs> so uh he taps peter jackson and then for a story but then they decided to just make it in a, an entire movie all on its own not the tales from the crypt movie so then peter jackson makes a movie called the frighteners starring uh, michael j fox and uh, a few other people in it um but yeah so he gets some muster there and critics really like that movie and everything but it doesn't do that well at the box office mm-hmm so then from there, he goes underground, and then he starts uh, he starts uh, making Lord of the Rings. The, uh, he gets a job, pitches it as one movie to New Line Cinema, and uh, the studio head at the time was like, well, if you're going to make a Lord of the Rings thing, it's three stories, you should make three movies. And mm-hmm. just like that, Peter Jackson gets his hands on the Lord of the Rings and starts to make the movie. Did you hear about that the Beatles wanted to... Uh, make it a movie. I did not hear that. Back in the sixties, pray, pray tell. What, what's up? What's the deal with that? Yeah, they they got a hold of the story and fell in love, and uh, they wanted to. Uh, so I think it was Paul McCartney wanted to play Frodo. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, Ringo Starr was going to play uh, Sam. Okay. George Harrison was going to play Gandalf. So, so, oh okay. I thought they were all going to be the fucking the hobbits. No, and then uh, John Lennon was going to play uh, Smeagol. and this was their idea yes dude that is fucking insane yeah and then i forget who they wanted to and they wanted it to make like a feature length movie yeah yeah i forget who who they wanted to direct it Uh, it's in it's in here huh yeah yeah look oh stanley kubrick really (laughs) and thankfully stanley kubrick Bless you. you Decline the project. He he always picked his projects off of books, man. What if he what if he did that one? He declined it because then he was right around that time he was going to make uh, two thousand one Space Odyssey. Damn! So it was that early on? Yeah. Fuck, that's crazy. A Stanley Kubrick Lord of the Rings. Man, that would have been dark. Yeah, and I, I guess uh, after he declined it, uh, J.R.R. T- uh, Tolkien was just like he shut it down for good. Really? And he's like, yeah, no. And then he like shut down like the whole like, um, basically rights to like make a film. Uh, like he like closed it off after that basically. Dang, 
Do you know when they got the rights back? Uh, I don't know. Maybe after... Much later. Yeah. That's interesting. Because I know other people were trying to make it, like, in the 90s, like, earlier in the 90s. Because mm-hmm. this movie, it films for one year continuously. Mm-hmm. They, they literally shot for, like, 12 whole months shooting all three movies at the same time. Oh, fuck. And I think that's, like, the first time anybody had ever done that. All three? Yeah. They, they literally... So what they did was... Is this, and, and it's funny because I didn't ha- even have to do that much research for this one because I'm telling you, when these movies came out, like after they came out a year apart or whatever, I had all the DVDs oh, and this is like features. this is like in the heyday of special features on oh, DVDs. Oh, yeah. This, that's like... So just wa- like watching, yeah, watching all those, you get all the technical stuff. The yeah. Fucking, it's, it's, um, that's cool. This movie, the way they made it, was insane. I don't think anybody had ever gone a, on an endeavor like that before. So they, they found all the cast people, flew them out to New Zealand, and then those people didn't see like the well, unless they visited, they were they were there for a whole year. Whole year. Film all three movies back to back. And that's how they were able to release them like one year apart, like mm. eat like easily. Makes sense. Um fucking insane. So yeah, Peter Jackson does that. Um and then he gets to fulfill his dream of making a King Kong remake, which I really enjoy. I don't know if you ever seen it. Uh, the one with Jack Black. The one with Jack Black. Yeah, That's all right. a lot of people pan on it because it's fucking it's it's Jack Black. But yeah. I I don't know. I think it's a it's a really fun adventure. Yeah. Movie. Uh, but yeah, then he makes that, and then um, after Lord of the Rings is a big hit, everybody wants they're like they want the property, they want to make something so. Obviously, they want to adapt The Hobbit. Everybody's thinking that Peter Jackson's never going to touch it. He's done with it. He did the three things. It was a fucking huge endeavor. Um, they're looking at other like strange directors to do it, so they want fucking Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro to make his own Hobbit. And for a while, I think he was interested. He even might have been you know, contracted to something for a while, but mm. uh, never happens. And then Peter Jackson makes uh, finally signs on to do The Hobbit. I was excited. A lot of people were excited. I watched the first one. Liked the first one. Mm-hmm. It was a lot different than Lord of the Rings. A lot less pra- uh, practical effects, but I was still like on board. The other two came out. Well, the second one came out. I was like, I'm not into this, and I didn't even go bother to go watch the third one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Peter Jackson. Regardless of those little follies there, he's an amazing director, and I still think he's got like a shitload of stuff up his sleeve. What's the and, latest thing he's done? You know what? I don't know. I think I think uh, the last, the last the Hobbit. Hobbit? Oh. Yeah, I know. Like he made that one movie. Fuck! I wish I would have wrote this down. Heaven something. Oh no, he made Heavenly Creatures, but I totally forgot that movie earlier. But um, that's another movie. Fuck with Mark Wahlberg. I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, he's a great director, and he's yeah. def- definitely no, deserves the the mention before the cast. Um. All right. So rest of the cast now. Uh, so first up, we got Elijah Wood. Uh, um, Elijah Wood gets cast as Frodo Baggins in this movie, and I think it's perfect. I think he's perfect for yeah. this role. You know what? And I and I actually enjoy Elijah Wood a lot. You know, yeah. he he did this cool indie turn later on in his career because obviously, you know, we grow up. He's like in Flipper, and then after that, uh, he does uh, 
the good son, you know. Oh yeah, Macaulay Culkin. That's a good one. That one, and then as he gets older, he starts doing these like indie movies. Uh, this is all illuminated. Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind, yeah. which he's fucking great in. Um, and then he works uh, Sin, City Sin City with Robert Rodriguez, and boy, is that a performance in there! And then he does that show Wilfred, which was, oh, was charming, funny. disturbing, and really funny. <laughs> um, it was a, it was a good show. Uh, so he's got a he's got a career on him that I I think he could still I think he just made a movie with uh, Zac Efron about Ted Bundy, um, yeah he's got he's got a career ahead of him even if it's not like superstardom he doesn't really need, anybody that made this movie doesn't need it to make anything else they already accomplished like one of the greatest yeah. things in cinema history I was gonna say like yeah all of them are just they're they're instantly like stamped. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which brings us right. to our, our our next person, real quick. Yeah, uh, is Elijah Wood and Edward Norton or Edward uh, Furlong? Are they the same age? I don't know. I'm not sure why. Do you think he could have played John Connor? Oh, you know, <laughs> I think Elijah Wood's a little bit older actually, because he's in Back to the Future and he's already Back to the Future too, and he's already a little like close to that age, hmm. but. Wait, no. Back to the Future 2, he's in that one. I don't know. But yeah, they're around the same age probably. But yeah, dude, that's a that's a good recast. I just thought of that right now. Elijah Wood as John Carr. He seems a little wienery. Uh, yeah. But Edward Furlong has a little rasp to him. He's, he looks like a kid from the wrong side of the tracks. You yeah, know? yeah. What's, Elijah Wood's got those fucking piercing blue eyes. You yeah. Know? You're not going to get past those. Um, anyway, so next up on the list... Um, Speaking of not needing to do anything, fucking Ian McKellen as Gandalf. Ian McKellen as Gandalf in this movie. You know who they originally wanted? You you looked this up? Yeah. Sean Connery? Oh, no. Oh, uh, who did you have? Oh, um, originally uh, Christopher Lee. Oh, for Gandalf? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then they're like, nah, you're too old. Oh, you're play yeah. You're going to play Sauron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because he... There's okay, so there's a few people in the in these movies that are in multiple like multi million dollar franchises. So that's why I brought up Gandalf, fucking Ian McKellen, mm-hmm. who's been in so many movies it's not even fucking funny. Um, Last Action Hero shows up in that movie, but at the time he was in the Lord of the Rings and the X Men franchise. Oh, Another yeah. one, Hugo Weaving, he's in this franchise and the Matrix franchise. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. The third one is fucking. Uh, damn it, we were just talking about him. Christopher Lee. Yeah, Christopher Lee. He's in this franchise and he's in the fucking Star Wars movies. Yeah. The people in this movie just they don't need to work ever yeah. again. Like it's fuck. It's crazy. And then Christopher Lee. Well, we'll get into him, but I, I got some good stuff on him. But we'll, okay, great, great, great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Ian McKellen is Gandalf. He like so. Like I said, they wanted Sean Connery for the role, which I think. Might have destroyed this movie. Could you like, dude? Could you really? Like, it would have been too much, man. It would have been so much. He's, he, he's not like a lovable uh, wizard. Yeah, and, dude, like, not at all. No. You know, who's? It, I couldn't imagine uh, Gandalf in another movie saying, uh, "Losers go home. Winners <laughs> go home and fuck the prom queen." Uh, dude, can you imagine uh, Gandalf saying that? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Sean Connery, so he passes on it, and then the Lord of the Rings comes out and becomes what it becomes, and then he's like, fuck, why didn't I fucking do that? So he's just looking for any franchise. Comic book movies are big at the time, so he signs on to do 
League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which if you haven't seen that movie, by God, is it a disaster of a movie. I liked it when it came out. You know what? <laughs> There's something like kind of this, almost the same way I like Shoot 'em Up, but not I yeah. not giving it that much praise. That movie is ridiculous in <laughs> so many different ways. They tried their best. <laughs> But yeah, so he does that movie, it's awful, and then he quits yeah. acting because of that movie. Really? Yeah, he quit acting because he's like, I don't oh. want to be in any more pieces of shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. He, he quit acting because of that movie. God damn, I didn't know that. <laughs> um, so yeah, that uh, we've talked a lot about Sean Connery, but I mean, Ian McKellen in this movie. He's awesome, yeah. Dude, he fucking... I had seen him in other movies, like I said, Last Action Hero, but I didn't know who he was. Yeah. So it wasn't until this movie that I'm like, oh, you know, I mean, because everybody in this movie is like super famous after this. I'm like, dude, this guy is fucking perfect for this role, even though I don't fucking, I've never read the story. But afterwards, yes, um, he's just fucking fantastic in this, in this movie. He fits in so well. Uh, and I fucking love him as Gandalf. You shall. Dude, I still get. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll I still get, get goosebumps. We're, we're still, we're still in the beginning of this. Um, all right, so next up, I think we have to talk about uh, Rudy, Sean oh, Astin, yeah. who is the backbone of this entire franchise, this entire story. Would not be possible without Samwise Gamgee, played by Sean Astin. Um, you know, Sean Astin famously was Mikey in The Goonies, and, you know, then, like I said, he played Rudy. And then his career kind of, like, fizzled out as an Encino man. Fucking, you know, with he's the, hilarious. With the in Fifty First Dates. Yeah, I mean that that was even after this. Yeah, thing, yeah, too. yeah. Him and him and Fifty First Dates. Yeah, and then he starts working with the uh, with the uh, Adam Sandler and a couple movies and stuff like that. But you know, he had a really promising young career, sort of like a fucking Anthony Michael Hall type guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his career kind of like fizzed out. So, you know, I'm not sure exactly how he got his hands on this project, and it's because he was in Rudy. You know. That's maybe the I mean, underdog. <laughs> I mean, the ultimate uh, underdog playing he, another underdog. He just never stopped fucking, uh, never stopped method acting. So he just accomplished all his goals. Dude, yeah, they're like the ultimate underdog story, and then we're gonna go ahead and put you in another underdog role with three other underdogs, <laughs> fucking hobbits. Dude, nobody. Well, I mean, that's why I was saying like, no, like I wonder why Peter Jackson cast him specifically because almost everybody else in this movie is like. Nobody knows who they are. Yeah, at this point in their careers, um, except for Sean Astin, like he's only like set. Like I mean, imagine going to like putting the names on the poster. Like who gonna Elijah Wood was in Flipper ten years ago. Fucking Sean Astin and Goonies. But yeah, um, either way, Sean Astin, he fucking he he just kills it as Samwise Gamgee, and uh, he's funny in this in this movie. He's funny in all three of the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, He's he's got that heartfelt thing that you know, he just plays it so well, man. Yeah. He just plays this like good-hearted Hobbit guy, Mister Frodo. Yeah, dude. You could tell he's like just he's the homie. He's the ride or die. Yeah, you know. And fucking Sean Astin plays the role fucking really really well. Just yeah. so genuine. Yeah. And you kind of get that um, in some of his other roles, Rudy, Mikey, Goonies, Never Say Die. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just, I think it, it was a role meant for him. Yeah, and then after sure. that, you know, he doesn't do too much stuff apart from the 51st Dates and a, was in Stranger Things. Uh, 
but yeah, man, Sean Astin, he fucking kills it like everybody else in this movie. And yeah, it's uh, he's he's the man. Next up, we have Viggo Mortensen, man. Viggo Mortensen, I want to. Uh, we were just talking um, uh, talking about him at the beginning of this, and I didn't know that he grew up in Venezuela or uh, Argentina. Argentina. Mm-hmm. That's fucking super interesting. But he's got a crazy, crazy career. Obviously, he gets super duper famous off this movie. Um, but he's in a bunch of other movies. The movie we're going to do next, Carlito's Way. Mm-hmm. He's in uh, Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I remember watching late one night, and it is awful. Oh, I'm yeah, it's it's really bad. Uh, he I think he gets an Oscar nom for um, Eastern Promises. Oh, yeah, that, movie. that movie's fucking fantastic. And then uh, he was in that Best Picture winner a couple years ago, The Green Book. Oh, yeah. um, and like I said, didn't know who he was when this movie came out. Immediately when I saw him, I was like, I believe that's what helped. I didn't know anybody in this movie. Just believe. That they are who they are. He was mm-hmm. Strider. He was Eric. Dude, he was so fucking sick. so cool, man. Um, you forgot uh, history of violence. Oh, history of violence was great with Ed yeah. Harris. Ed Harris, yeah. yeah. If you guys haven't seen these movies, check them out because Viggo Mortensen's great in all of them. Um, yeah, dude. He he like I just believed he could fucking throw that sword For around, sure. and then like at the beginning of the movie, you're not sure if he's like. 100 percent on their side or yeah. whatever but as soon as they as soon as like frodo gets stabbed because he leaves him yeah and then he comes back as soon as frodo gets stabbed you see him like rushing to save this oh, motherfucker's yeah. life looking for that for the last plant fucking king's yeah. foil and shit like you know and then when fucking what's her name shows up like you know you could tell he's fucking really worried and now he's now he's in love with some lady and you don't know who she is and, like <laughs> yeah. fucking this guy just seems like he's got a fucking heart of gold um yeah, dude. Uh, Viggo Mortensen, badass in this movie. He's on, like, he's just, like, a, a loner, right? Like, he's just out there, like, and he, yeah, he yeah, knows yeah. of what's going on. Yeah, right? because he, he he's the heir of Gondor, so he, ref, like, refuted his crown at a young age, and from there, like, he, he's like a ranger. He just fucking yeah. goes through the traverse and fucking goes from place to place, like a, no, like a nomad type yeah. dude. But he keeps his ear to the ground. Obviously, he's fucking... He's heard that the ring yeah, like is. all that, like all that shit's going on. So everybody's kind of just searching for it at the same time. Everybody's getting getting the same bad feeling, like something's in the air, like fucking Galadriel says at the beginning of the movie. Um, yeah. So that is Viggo Mortensen. He's fucking awesome in this movie, and he fucking kills it acting wise. The physicality, yeah, there, fucking, and his character is just fucking awesome. Great stamina. Yeah, dude. Uh, Swinging that fucking sword. Dude, he never yeah, gets tired once. It's, 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 uh, he's <laughs> you ever a, notice that? Nobody gets tired. They got shit to do. They don't have time to get tired. Are you kidding me? <laughs> fucking kidding me? The fate of the Middle Earth is bro, at stake, bro. Bro, you'd be so bro. exhausted. Slicing through armor. Lambus bread, man. Ah, uh, yeah. Lambus bread. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, I think we have to talk about my favorite of the Fellowship uh, Legolas played by Orlando Bloom. Oh, I thought you were going to say Gimli. Nah. <laughs> I fucking... Legolas is my dude. That no, fucking, he's badass. That dude's fucking badass. So, Orlando Bloom, he's been in a few things at this point. Uh, I think right before this, he did Black Hawk Down um, for Ridley Scott. He's got a really tiny spot in that. He fucking almost, dies almost right away. Um, 
and he's like an up and comer here. And then I remember, like in the interviews, he he got a phone call, finds out he's in the Lord of the Rings, and then this fucking oh dude, there's so many friends. I didn't even mention Pirates. this one, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. I didn't even fucking think about it. Yeah, dude. So Orlando Bloom bursts on the scene. He fucking becomes uh, Will Turner in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. And I thought his career was just going to yeah. fucking skyrocket. Um, but after those two franchises, I mean, the first Pirates of the Caribbean is a fucking great, great movie. movie. Yeah. It is so good. I, it like reinvented Johnny Depp's career. Mm-hmm. And then by the second and the third one, they get really corny. Yeah. Um, so I think studios were kind of turned off by... Because... <clears throat> Orlando Bloom's not a terrible actor, but he's not. But he's he doesn't he's not the best actor in the world. But I think seeing him make a kind of ass of himself, just you know, jumping around a pirate ship, you know, yeah. and curses and whatnot, um, just because those movies weren't that good at the end, I think that maybe fizzled his career out. And another thing that was a nail in the coffin, I think, uh, right right after all that. Um, in the midst, actually, of the Pirates of the Caribbean. He makes a movie with Cameron Crowe called Elizabeth Town with uh, Kirsten Dunst. And this is at a time when I'm a young kid, so any actor that I like, and I have an access to like a theater that I get to go watch movies for free. Yeah. So any actor that I like a movie that they're in, I go and I watch the movie that they're in. And I saw that one. I'm a huge Cameron Crowe fan. You know, Fast Times are very much hot. R- Richmond High, he wrote that. Yeah. Vanilla Sky is one of my favorite movies. That movie was not good yeah i didn't see it and he's not good in it so uh yeah i feel like that kind of like killed it for him there's gotta be something else that he's all right in uh i'm sure there are oh you know what he's he's in an episode of uh, ricky gervais's extras so fucking funny uh there's this whole bit where the chick in that show she doesn't find him attractive so he's like trying to make her find him attractive the whole time he's actually really good in that episode i'm glad i remembered that one um, and then I think he's in that uh, not Peaky Blinders. Um, there's a show on Stars or on Showtime. Penny Dreadful. He, I think. Oh he, yeah. I think he's in a Penny Dread like uh, one of those shows. I've seen that show. I don't remember if he's in it. But uh, yeah. Anyway, Dude, he's in Troy. Yeah, he is in Troy. He plays Paris. I forgot about that one. I'm so sorry. And Kingdom of Heaven. I don't know if oh, dude! Seen. Oh my God! I can't believe I almost forgot that. I kind of had to look it up because I was like, no, I know there's more. I, I, oh man, Kingdom of Heaven. No, nobody's seen that movie. I like that movie. I love that movie. That movie's fucking insane on so many levels. I'm kind of pissed that I forgot to write that one down. There's this one too, uh, The Outpost. I don't know what that is. That is a crazy ass movie. You seen it? Yeah, about um, they're in uh, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. He, he plays he plays an army army soldier. Army soldier. Yeah. He's, it's a crazy movie, dude. It's a true story about like this last outpost that um, defended this outpost that was like taking. It took the most fire. It had the cr- most amount of like firefights in the war. And he's the main character. And he's one. Of, he's one of like the main one guys. One of the dudes. Yeah, it's crazy. The movie. outpost. Yeah. Okay. Like I mentioned it to Fernando. Yeah. And he's like, dude. Yeah. That movie's legit. Fernando's a friend of ours yeah. that served in the Middle East. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, so Orlando Bloom. He's pretty good in that, too. Him as, him, him as, him as Legolas, I think, is fucking perfect. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You just believe he's a fucking... He's just better he, than everybody else. Like, 
because he's an elf is they fucking they're lighter they walk on top of snow and everybody sinks into it and a bunch of other crazy shit <laughs> he but he he just uh, yeah he gets the role super excited he's a young dude he's like in his late 20s at the time yeah so they fucking he's out in fucking new zealand for a year filming a movie the bet one of the biggest movies ever that yeah you know they don't know at the time but yeah he's fucking he kills it man yeah he fucking kills it um after that um jonathan jonathan reese davis uh he is fucking fantastic in this movie and we were discussing that you know all the hobbits that they cast in this movie elijah wood sean astin dominic monahan and uh billy boyd they're all pretty short guys so mm-hmm. i thought that would make it makes it easier for them to actually film the movie yeah um but we, we were discussing dude he's fucking like six three yeah yeah Gimli's like 6'3 in this movie, so I can imagine that it would have been super difficult to film certain scenes. Um, the ones I, I saw the shots that from a distance were of a like an actual short person or small yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They, they did that a lot for every for pretty much all those small people. And then up close, it was just you know just camera angles, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's um it's crazy, man. Uh, but yeah, he is famous. The only other thing that I really seen him in is the indie franchise. Oh, that's him. Yeah, from he's he's Sala from the from oh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I, I didn't even know his name, honestly. Yeah, man. Uh, now, yeah, he's fucking he's fantastic. So he's Sala from uh, Raiders of the Lost Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I believe he's in uh, the Last Crusade as well. And then he's also in the Indiana Jones uh, ride at Disneyland. But yeah, that is Jonathan Reese Davis, and he's fucking awesome in this movie. Has given like his his performance in this movie. You you fall in love with all these characters like really easily. Yeah, they're all pretty fucking cool, um, and him in this movie, he's like I didn't know that it was him. Obviously, when I first saw the movie, but you get this like lovable aspect of Gimli because he's kind of stupid, but you know, robust and rotund and fucking, <laughs> I don't know. You, you like Gimli, even though he's a fucking asshole in this movie. Yeah. He, he, he's just a funny character. Um, and yeah, I think, I think he's, he's great in this role. Um, after that, I think the last, uh, well, the last non Hobbit in the fellowship is, uh, Sean Bean, who plays Boromir. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact about Sean Bean: I believe he's been killed more times than any other person in movie history, Holy and, like, shit. and like different movies. Wow! Um, uh, to the point where he, I think uh, I don't 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 quote me on this, but I read somewhere that he said he won't take roles where he dies anymore. <laughs> That's Cause, fair, because dude, like people started just calling him the guy that dies. He's in Golden Eye. He <laughs> fucking dies. He's famous from Game of Thrones. Dies. Oh yeah. The, he gets fucking head chopped off. Sorry, spoiler warning. He dies in everything. He's in the island. He dies in that in Michael Bay picture. He fucking, he, he's in so many different movies. Um, and he's good in like kind of everything. He's, yeah. he's kind of like this. He looks like a bad guy though. Um, and throughout the whole, like the feeling that you get from Aragorn at the beginning, like I said, you're not sure if they're completely on the Hobbit side. That feeling never goes away with his performance mm-hmm. in this, you know? Um, what do you like? How do you how do you feel about him and like his character in this movie? I love him. I I think uh, 
he's just like meant for roles like that. Are like you he, like a Sean Bean? Like you see him and shit, and you're just like, oh, that's oh yeah. Dude. There's a sick ass movie he's in. It's called Black Death. Right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen that one. Have you, have you seen Equilibrium? Yeah, yeah. I've seen. I watched it a long time ago, but yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I just, I, I just love his voice. Just like, like when he delivers like a really like serious it's, line, like he just like. And it's very Shakespearean. He, yeah, he, I, I feel like, uh, like him and Viggo Mortensen bring a real Shakespearean oh, for like, sure. delivery to their roles. Uh, Ian McKellen does it too. <clears throat> Christopher Lee does it too. But like. I I really love the way Sean Bean delivers his roles in this movie when he's, you know, being, being serious or when he's when he's he's slipping and he's fucking going after Frodo or mm-hmm. when he's sorry I'm like everything is just so Shakespearean yeah um and he's fucking fantastic in this movie. Um, next up we got uh, Dominic Monaghan who plays Mary. Uh, Dominic Monaghan, I didn't do too much research on him. I know he was on Lost afterwards, and he's in that last uh, Star Wars movie. Uh, Mary and Pippin, they're good in these roles. Mm-hmm. I think they do they they do their service. I think I like Billy Boyd more than Dominic. I think there's more heart in his performance. But uh, by no means is Dominic Monaghan bad in this mm-hmm. role. I feel like everybody does a really good job. Uh, but maybe the character is just a little bland. Yeah. I don't know. I I think I think they come out in their own in Two Towers. And they really like shine in Two Towers. Yeah, that's true. That's but, true. But they're down for the they're down for like the fight too. No, yeah. Know? Like in fucking Like when they're in Balling's tomb, right? yeah, yeah, or fucking after Boromir bites it. Mm-hmm. Um they're they're uh they're down. So yeah, that's Dominic Dominic Monaghan. Um after that we got uh like we said Billy uh Billy Boyd. Um he hasn't really done much of anything else but this like we said, he doesn't really have to. Uh probably makes great money just off of residuals from this movie. Um but he I think he's good as Mary. I really enjoy his Mary. Mary's a really annoying character. Mm-hmm. But the like level of like ignorance and like levity that he brings to the character, I think he does a really good job at it. Um, y- you know, Mary annoys me, but I still care about him. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but yeah, I, uh, what do you, how do you feel about Billy Boyd as Mary? I feel the same as you. I I, I mean, I I like them in the movies, and they're funny, and like I know why they're there, but like yeah, I'm like I'm like already like. Okay, next. Like, yeah. you know, I, I don't spend, I don't spend too much time on like dissecting their yeah acting or like their character much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I get it, but I'm like, all right. Uh huh. Where's Aragorn? <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you on that. Um, and then next, I think we have to mention Hugo Weaving, who is in this movie and in the Matrix franchise at the same time. Another franchise. Uh, he plays. Um, he plays Elrond in, of Riverdale. He is the head elf in Riverdale, and I think he fits this role pretty badass, man. He at the same time, like we said, he was doing the Matrix, and he's super menacing in that movie. And in this movie, he's got that menace to him. Those but eyebrows, you know, he's a fucking he's a he's a homie. Um, but yeah, I think he fits great into this cast. Uh, 
he goes on and he's in the the rest of the movies as well. But he's a he's a good. I feel like he's a good like presence that you need for that for that role specifically. Because in the book, they go into. I mean, J.R.R. Tolkien goes. I don't know if you ever read him, but no. J.R.R. Tolkien is like really about details and like they're super detailed. So the way that he describes Elrond in the book, like Hugo Weaving like fits that to the T and how he plays oh, the cool. role. Like you could tell he like really uh really embodied that role for himself. Nice. Um and then next after that I say we um next after that his daughter played by uh Liv Tyler mm-hmm. who is Steven Tyler's daughter, famous from Aerosmith. Uh she plays Arwen, the love interest of Aragorn, aka Vigo Mortensen. Um I think she's great in this movie. Yeah. You know, she's she uh started doing the music videos with her dad, which were kind of weird, and then she breaks off um doing movies, Empire Records, like that movie. She's pretty crazy in that one. Um and then she doesn't do a whole lot after this. I think she she was almost I mean, she, technically she is in the MCU. She was um played Betty uh the hulk's love interest mm-hmm. and then they just never went back to her um for some she's reason. probably over it, i feel like maybe sure. maybe she wasn't like that. contracted to do more i mean dude huge payday but she plays arwen in this movie and i think she's fantastic she went as far as learning the elven language um uh yeah and being able to speak it on set with fucking beagle mortensen and mm-hmm. everybody else uh obviously little ass kid little boy at this time i'm like oh damn she's super hot mm-hmm. and then fucking yeah it's uh you fall in love with these characters the more you see them and fucking she's not one uh you know she she's in that category as well but she's good in this movie uh how do you feel about her in this movie i like her a lot she she's like uh orlando bloom as like they're very believable as as elves. Like they almost look like yeah. they're real elves. Right. Like they're like they got real elves for this shit. Like where <laughs> Dude, the yeah, fuck did they get them uh, from? Yeah. Then coming up next after that, I'd fucking say the same thing. Uh, we have uh, Kate Blanchett as Galadriel. Oh mm-hmm. my god, is she fucking so heavenly in this movie? Yeah. Uh, Kate Blanchett, you know, at this time she's like blowing up. She's doing a lot of shit. Uh, did a movie called The Gift. Um, and then she becomes like a really big name in Hollywood. She ends up winning an Oscar for Blue Jasmine. Um, Elizabeth, I believe. I think she was in Elizabeth before this. Actually, I think that was nineteen ninety nine. Um, she, yeah, she wins an Oscar for that. Uh, she's fucking badass, and she's great in this movie. Yeah, she has that really uh, powerful voice. Yeah, the scenes between her and Frodo are like. Yeah pretty powerful like i was thinking about my favorite scenes earlier mm-hmm. and even though like most of them were like the action scenes the whole part in Lothlorien when they're in there mm-hmm. super duper dope um but yeah uh that's Kate blanchett and i think with that we could kind of move on from the cast unless well, you have anybody else oh yeah oh i'm sorry i Chris, totally forgot christopher, christopher lee. lee man yeah go for it if dude. you want to talk about christopher lee go for it saruman dude so, he um, he's a he's been a fan of heavy metal 
since the seventies. Really? Yeah. Nice. Big, big fan of Black Sabbath, and um, Black Sabbath were big fans of Lord of the Rings. Nice. And then um, when he met Tony Iommi, he told him, "Hey, man, he's like you, you know, you, you're, you're, you're like a god, like a heavy metal god. Like you, you started heavy metal. You know, like I want to give you thanks." Christopher Lee said that to Tony him. Iommi. Yeah, and Tony Iommi goes, "No, man." I want to give you thanks. It's fucking Dracula, dude. Yeah. He's like, because you played all the characters that we grew up yeah, watching yeah. as kids. And that's the kind of shit that inspired us to I've write never, write, to write scary ass music. Yeah, Dude, that yeah. is so crazy. Yeah. I have never heard that story before. Yeah. And, and he, um, he actually ended up later on, like a few years before he died, he uh, started a metal band. And it's all about like hist- history, like historical content. Yeah, and one of them is Charlemagne Omens of Death, and he worked with uh, this other band, classic heavy metal band, Man of War, and he um, and like various other other artists that like he did like features on, or he did like spoken word like on their albums. Yeah, and but like his his actual album, like it's all about Charlemagne, and then he has another album. What? Yeah, but dude, I listened to How it. Did it, dude. I, you, uh, this is so crazy because, like I said, like super huge Lord of the Rings fan and super film buff. So after I find out who Christopher Lee is, obviously at the same time he's in, he's Count Dooku in Star Wars. Look at this picture. How have I never heard any about any of this? Yeah, he uh, he's like total metalhead, and took him you know in his nineties to um, like finally like realize that that dream of like being in a metal band. And and the music is pretty pretty good. Really? Yeah. Like obviously he's not like growling or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's talking. He's literally talking, but like with a little bit of melody uh-huh. behind it. But dude, his voice sounds so powerful and it just sounds like he's like on a podium and he's just speaking to dude, he's the like a fucking to the like, masters. A, like, a, like, like an emperor or something. Yeah, dude. It's like, literally like that. Like it's fucking. Oh I, I liked God. it a lot. Yeah, dude. Christopher Lee. I mean, he like we said. He 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 famously played Dracula and a bunch of other like horror, iconic stuff in the in the early fi- late fifties, early sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he just worked for a really long time. I remember. I really, you know, he's in it for such a short time, but he's in uh, in um, Sleepy Hollow, Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow from nineteen ninety eight, and just re- I remember hearing his voice and just being like, Jesus, man, that is haunting um Dang, he played dracula a lot no he played dracula like i think more times than almost anybody else holy shit yeah dude um he played the mummy so, too he's so many that's why i never that's why i didn't write all those down there's just way too many god damn um that's what he was like most famous for man and then this movie and then star wars came out and then you know that's how we got to know him you know yeah but uh yeah he's and then him is fucking saruman and yeah. he it like you know, I'm pretty sure he would have been a good uh, Gandalf, Gandalf if he could have handled the physical yeah, aspect he's of too it. Old. Because you know, and and then that's another thing about him. He used to walk around with the copy of the Lord of the Rings on the set, like mm-hmm. with the like a Bible. And if somebody wasn't enunciating fucking words correctly, he would fucking 
tell them like, oh no, it's like this. Yeah, because I mean, he was like one of the few like real fans, right? Yeah, yeah. He he actually met J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah. Before. Oh, that's right. That yeah. was the other thing. I, I uh, he's like the only person that worked on the movie that actually met him. Mm-hmm. He's a huge fan of that shit, and like, yeah, the like because of the way those books are written and how like how much of a English nerd um, Tolkien is like. You you know for certain how to pronounce names and cities and everything like that. So yeah. he was in a scene and somebody's not pronouncing it correctly. He would fucking call him out and like make him say it yeah. the right way or whatever. Which I mean adds to the authenticity. Yeah. It's, it's fucking it's it's really cool. But yeah, that's um that's Christopher Lee man as Saruman. He's he's great in this yeah. movie. Fantastic. Um. So yeah, next uh, we got Bilbo Baggins played by Ian Holm. Um, who we've talked about a lot already <laughs> yeah. because we did uh, the Fifth Element, and we'll probably talk about him again when, when we when and if we ever do Alien. Uh, but Ian Holm in this movie as uh, Bilbo Baggins, so awesome, dude. He, uh, you know, like I said, I didn't know anything about this movie when it came out. So mm-hmm. when he got older, I didn't realize it's because he had the ring for so long. Like, I, like watching the movie the first time, I was confused. Yeah. Um, but he just plays this role so well. Uh, even even as uh, I was watching it, you know, he looks old, and I'm a little kid, so everybody looks old. But I could tell he's not like all shriveled up. But mm-hmm. he like his the way he plays the character seems like he's smarter than everybody else, like in Hobbiton. You know, oh for sure, yeah. Like as smart as like fro- like he you could tell he's been places, mm-hmm. whereas everybody else is like a little bit naive and shit. Um, and he plays, I think he just plays a role like really, really well. I didn't know, cause I had seen Fifth Element before this and I didn't, I, I didn't realize that that you didn't was, know him it was him when yeah. I watched it. Yeah. I, I think at the time, cause I was younger, so I, I at the time I had tell. seen the Fifth Element so many times when I saw him, I was like, oh, that's fucking, mm. uh, Cornelius, Victor Cornelius Maybe or Vito Cornelius. Yeah, no, I remember specifically being like, "Oh shit, that's fucking blah blah blah." Um, but yeah, he uh, he's great in this movie. I fucking love, I love him. Um, but yeah, I I think we got the whole cast in there. Oh, it, it's not important, but what? Um, I always wondered who played the the first uh, Urukai, the the, the, the the very first guy. Yeah, yeah. And it's just I just want to mention his name. He's he, he's like probably like a stunt guy. Oh, yeah, or give give an honorable mention. Lawrence Macaor. Macquar. Yeah. What's he? What's he casted as? Um, what's the name? Uh, I, I feel like it's not Ugluck. That's from Two Towers. It says Lurts. 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 Of the Urukai. Man. Yeah. Uh, he's fucking scary. No, he's shit. super duper scary. <laughs> fucking. We'll get to that scene. All right. So we got past the cast. Now let's talk about our favorite scenes. So. Let's uh let's get into this. What are your favorite parts of this movie, man? Um so one of my first in the beginning is the first, is the fight scene between Saruman and Gandalf on okay. the, on the on top of that tower. Oh yeah, great it's fucking scene. awesome. Great scene. And just like when you realize how much stronger he is than him. I mean, he says he I'm going to go consult my my mentor or whatever yeah, yeah, or yeah. my master or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um but then you're like, damn, like he can't even like. I mean, they they have a good back and forth, you yeah. Know? But ultimately, he overpowers him. And but um, yeah, that's one of my first scenes. I think that the, I really like. Yeah, that that scene, 
and the way the way you put it, uh, because where we see, even though we know the hobbits are short at this point, um, Gandalf being there makes him seem so much more grand. And we know he's a wizard, so he's got like these powers and shit. So you get yeah. that, you get that, um, that that sense that he's just super duper powerful. So like you said, when he shows up to see his mentor, you're like, oh, this guy's fucking next level. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really a scene, but just I really liked it. I remember when I first saw it. So it's like bridging when Gandalf leaves and then like right before he... Uh, actually, no, that's not true. Uh, before that, uh, when the when they show Gandalf like leaving the Hobbit, like Hobbiton to go like search through those fucking papers about like... Oh, yeah. Just... They That's show cool. him. They show him like riding, and then he stops in front of a fucking mountain. There's like lightning, and they show fucking uh, Minas Tirith really quick, and then he's up in the towers reading all that shit. That to me, as a little kid, never seen like not knowing how big this world was oh, gonna yeah. get. I was just like, dang, I'm in. Like at that point, I was like, dude, I'm in for a fucking like ride. Mm-hmm. Like this shit should be really dope. Uh, but yeah, the the fight between them, like you said. Gets in a couple good licks. Um, another thing, little little Easter egg in there. The reason why Gandalf gets suspicious right away is because fucking uh, Saruman pulls out that little orb mm-hmm. that they have in the bowling in, ball. In Return of the King. Yeah, uh, there. It's like a it's like a dark magic item, yeah, so you're yeah. not supposed to use it or whatever. So that's when they first start getting into the little tidbit or, or whatever. But that. Uh yeah, that seems fucking awesome. What else you got? Um, before that, I just I just like the introduction of the Shire. Like, yeah, it's 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 such a great dude. Yeah, I love that flute music too. It's just great. Yeah, it's a dude. We well, yeah, we'll talk about the fucking score. We should have talked about that earlier, but we can bring it up later on. Um, the in like just enough can't be said about how good of a job Peter Jackson did direct in this movie. Mm Cause instantly, you get that opening crawl, and if you ever see like a copy of Fellowship of the Ring, it's usually like that wide shot of Gandalf on his fucking thing going towards the house. Oh yeah, and like you get that whole crawl, you get the fucking funny man lady or whatever fucking you know <laughs> sweeping or whatever, and yeah, dude, it's fucking uh, it's just such a great intro to the movie. It's yeah. really really cool. Um. God, it's really hard not to just say every fucking scene because, yeah. like, even the part where Bilbo is giving his fucking birthday speech. Oh, I, I remember love that. Yeah. watching that the first time, and then when he says, "And I like half as you as much as blah blah blah," yeah. and then like everybody's kind of like, confused. Oh, should we be offended? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all, like all that stuff. So fucking good. And then, um, so yeah. So another one for me is when. Uh, Gandalf gets back after he finds out that the ring is the ring. Oh, yeah. And fucking he tells Frodo. Hold out your hand, Frodo. It's quite cool. What can you see? Can you see anything? Nothing. There's nothing. Wait. There are markings. It's some form of elvish. I can't read it. 
There are few who can. The language is that of Mordor, which I will not utter here. Mordor? In the common tongue, it says one ring to rule them all. One ring to find them. One ring to bring them all. And in the darkness, find them. Like, yo, we're fucked. Yeah. Like, you gotta fucking, we gotta do something now, dude. So, yeah. like, the intensity of that scene, oh, yeah. and not to mention, like, how the all the music in this movie just adds on to it. You, like, that's another part where you're just like, whoa, this shit is fucking serious. Yeah, and, like, the fact that Frodo now is, like, was living this perfect life. Yeah. And then, boom, all this... The, the weight that's put on him now he's like what the world With what the whole world like imagine if one day i just showed up and i said jason you, you fucking put on this fucking watch the wrong way and like now fucking we gotta save the fucking whole universe like dude yeah. just out of no out of nowhere out of yeah. nowhere and the most the most like you know the last people you would think that or the last yeah, person yeah. you would think that would be capable of something like that yeah. would be how tall are they? Two Dude, feet tall? No, three feet tall? Like three feet tall, yeah. Yeah. They're about a yard. Yeah. Tiny. Yeah. Tiny little people. Like, yeah. f- insane. Insane. But yeah, that scene, fucking great. Ian McKellen and Frodo, because you could tell... Ian McKellen's scared, yeah. so then fucking Frodo's like, yo, dude, you're freaking me the fuck and out, when he, man. when he like, tries to give him the ring, and, and even Gandalf like, no, is like, no, no, no. No. Yeah. Like, he's he's worried what he'll do. Dude, He's yeah, like, I'll use for it for good, sh- yeah. but then beyond that, yeah, what does he say? Like, no. the temptation will be too great yeah, or yeah. whatever. It's Dude, it's it's intense. Yeah. Watching this as a little kid, yeah. this, this shit just got fucking real. Just got fucking real. I, I like the little scene, too, before the they go down for the birthday celebration. When uh, Bilbo and Gandalf are getting high up, oh, yeah, up on yeah. the hillside, <laughs> the 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 oh and the fucking the yeah. fucking boat or whatever. I, I had on here and I was like, these fools getting high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's how you have to. That's how fucking Bilbo puts up with all those people, dude. You gotta think he's like 111 years old. Right, he's right? fucking over it, yeah. bro. He just wants to go fucking climb mountains and shit. Little does he know. So yeah, um, after that, I mean, dude, every scene in this fucking movie, when they first meet Strider and they're in the fucking middle of the bar, fucking Pippin's fucking up. Frodo, Frodo oh my god, Baggins. I know. And fucking, he puts on the ring the first the, time. That, I have that right here. Yeah, the yeah. first time he puts on the ring, that shot is great. That shot yeah. rolls rolls off the hand, yeah. and you get the overhand, and then fucking dude, <gasps> Frodo comes into focus. Dude, Peter Jackson nailed the fuck out of this movie. For real, dude. He just killed it so yeah. good. Yeah, and then fucking that's when they first meet Strider. Fucking pulls him into the fucking room. It's dude, this whole fucking movie is just hot fire. It's ridiculous and how good it is. Right after when the Nazgul come in, yeah, when they're just like, dude, yeah, they're, they running think through. They're, yeah, I think they're sleeping. They mow down that fucking yeah. old guy. <laughs> Who goes that back? Fucking dead, dude. Yeah. Dead instantly. Dude, how sick are the Nazgul, though? The Nazgul are the sickest, They're dude. Badass. They're so fucking crazy. They got the, point, the pointy boots. And then that's why, that's why fucking my dude Aragorn is the fucking shit, man. Yeah, and has no fear. No fear at all. Fucking goes at him. He fights what? Uh, yeah, five four, of them. Five of the fucking nine Nazgul. Mm-hmm. That's the next team that I had on there. I had the fucking, the Wraith fight. Oh, okay, yeah. Dude, uh, oh, before we get to that, 
how sick is the scene though before they leave back in and uh they uh they're hiding from the first ring wraith dude oh yeah so fucking crazy and then the bugs are coming out of the fucking ground because they don't want to be next to the fucking thing and they're all freaking out dude just so good frodo's finally about to put on the ring he hasn't put on the ring yet it's like this movie is just so good 20 years later 20 years yeah. later this movie is so fucking oh good. yeah it's ridiculous so yeah uh the ring race fight that's where frodo first gets stabbed mm-hmm. um hot like like i said that's when you're sure that aragorn's on their side he oh, takes yeah. fucking he takes no prisoners he's fighting fucking these dudes um yeah because like you said earlier like it makes you wonder why he why he would leave yeah yeah yeah, even yeah. for a second yeah, yeah yeah um and yeah dude he comes back he fights them sets one of them on fucking fire yeah like and they fucking bounce and then a uh, little tidbit when they are when they have frodo on the ground they're looking for the king's foil plan or whatever mm-hmm if you look, there's like stone figures there, like that are frozen there. Those are the 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 trolls that Bilbo is telling the story about to the little um, to the little kids during his party. Mm. He's 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 talking about how they were getting ready to cook them, but they were arguing so long that oh, the, yeah. sun, the sun came up and it and it turned them into stone. Oh shit! Th- those trolls are right there. That's from the Hobbit. But yeah, that's I thought I always thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, and then obviously after that they go to Rivendell. I think one of the best scenes too, you know, is uh, the whole council meeting. Yeah, the whole council meeting is fucking great. Um, that's when you get introduced to Gimli, when you get introduced to uh, Legolas, Boromir, um, and like we said no idea what this movie was about no idea about the lore or the races or yeah. anything we already get uh fucking oh d- dwarves and elves don't like each other never trust an elf yeah never trust an elf they're just all fucking <laughs> arguing or whatever hey um all, all of them like they they have come they have come from like far away right yeah they're heard, from they're heard. from different lands so but, like are they the last of their people or something? Is no. Gimli one of the last of his of no. the dwarves? Dude, there there are so Rivendell, that's not where all the elves are. Because uh, Legolas is from somewhere Legolas else. Legolas is from Mirkwood. Oh okay. So there are there are different that's why that's why fucking Gimli doesn't even know that his fucking his cousin is dead because he lives in an, uh, like another part. Yeah, another part of fucking oh, Middle Earth. Right. Yeah. I do think that it's fucking crazy because they would all had to have been dead for like at least at least a hundred years, so yeah. they haven't been there. But I mean, uh, dwarves live long, elves live super long. I think in this movie, uh, Legolas is like five hundred years old. What well, he's not he's not immortal. Aren't the elves immortal? No, they are. But I mean, he's been alive for five hundred oh, oh, years. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that scene is is really cool, especially when they all fucking. The, the fellowship comes together. One does not simply walk into Mordor. Its black gates are guarded by more than just orcs. There is evil there that does not sleep. And the great eye is ever watchful. It is a barren wasteland. 
riddled with fire and ash and dust. The very air you breathe is a poisonous fume. Not with 10,000 men could you do this. It is folly. Have you heard nothing Lord Elrond has said? The ring must be destroyed. And I suppose you think you're the one to do it. And if we fail, what then? What happens when Sauron takes back what is his? I will be dead before I see the ring in the hands of an elf. I will take the ring to Mordor. No. I do not know the way. I will help you bear this burden, Frodo Baggins. As long as it is yours to bear. By my life or death. I can protect you. I will. You have my sword. And you have my bow. And my axe. Carry the face of us all, little one. If this is indeed the will of the council. Frodo's not going anywhere without me. No, indeed, it is hardly possible to separate you even when he is summoned to a secret council and you are not. Oi! We're coming too! We'll have to send us all tied up in a sack to stop it. Anyway, you need people of intelligence on this sort of mission, quest, thing. Well, that rules you out. You shall be the fellowship of the ring. They all played fucking, you know, Aragorn, you'll have my sword, and you'll have my bow, and my axe. <laughs> fucking so good, and then that's when you get that, dude, that, that Sean Bean walk, and that little shakes that you, you carry the fate of us all, little one, blah, 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 yeah. you know? And then fucking really Sam pops out, he's not going anywhere without me, and us too! Like fucking... <laughs> And then pronounce the Fellowship of the Ring, man. Yeah, and that's it's awesome. fucking great. It's on. Uh, what else do you have after that? What, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Um, I have when uh, when all the goblins and stuff are are getting ready. Like once it's like right after inside, that, right inside Isengard. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. they're getting ready. Like they're sharpening the that's swords. A, that's a fun. They're pulling down the tree. Pulling down the trees. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Pulling down all the trees doing and all that. And I I just love I love. 
in any movie scenes of when people are getting ready for something <laughs> like like it just fucking hypes me up dude nice. like, whether it's like getting ready for like the coming invaders and it's like a small okay, town okay you know what you that, know? that was a i feel like, like it's a huge 80s to 90s thing yeah i love that shit uh that montage yeah. kind of kind of shit and you know for a quick second like i'm I'm kind of I'm kind of on uh, Saruman's side. Why? What? Why? Only, only in those scenes because like I don't know. Like they look badass. It's like fucking metal. As yeah, fuck. but they want to like fucking like pillage and plunder the whole world. I know. And then only then does it look cool as fuck. And then I'm like, oh yeah, never mind. These guys suck. When well, you remember what they're planning on doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh wow. But like it's funny because, you know, like. The imagery is like what a lot of metal bands oh, that no. I love yeah, of use, course, of course. But like, really, like, whose side are you on? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> obviously they're gonna lose. Oh man! All right. But the Urukai are sick. As no, they they are. They're fucking elite warriors, bro. They're elite warriors. Um. All right. So after those, I don't think we're missing anything in like the first forty-five minutes of the movie, maybe even an hour. Um. Because this movie is three hours long. Make no mistake about it. Uh, I got Balin's tomb. Mm-hmm. They're going through Moria. So Gandalf doesn't want to go under the mountain. Because he knows what they fucking woke up there. Saruman says it. He's super scared. He's having them go over the mountain. Frodo decides to go through the mountain. Yeah. They get stuck in there because of that fucking sea monster. They find out that it's a fucking tomb. Mm-hmm. And then that sea monster comes out. Crushes them inside. So they got to fucking go yeah. through. They're all amazed by fucking uh, Mines of Moria because it's all huge and everything. Gandalf lights a thing. But then they, Gimli sees that his fucking cousin or his uncle is dead. So he rushes over there. They go. They're sitting inside the tomb and the dumbass fucking Pippin uh, knocks shit over. And then the goblins are fucking coming. That scene. I love when Gandalf rips him a new asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, throw yourself down there for your stupidity. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, dude. you dumb bitch, dude. The, you're in the most dire situation yeah. Don't ever. Don't touch anything. Yeah, just fucking the worst. Um, it, this is this is when we first see the Fellowship work as a unit. Yeah, they're a little sloppy here, mm-hmm. but they're they're all seasoned warriors. And even the fucking hobbits hold their own, except for Frodo. Frodo's just not good at doing anything, um, except carrying the ring. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sam gets some fucking pot kills. Dude, I just remember thinking, like, how fucking badass the scene is. Fucking Gimli's just like, fuck it, let's fucking go. Yeah, let, let, them go. let them come. Yeah. yeah this is <laughs> the one elf in Moria that draws breath. Just fucking, <laughs> and then, like, Dude, when they shut the when they shut the door, like Boromir, Boromir sees outside, they have a cave troll. I'm like, I don't know what the fucking cave yeah. troll is. Yeah, I don't even like what's gonna happen Fuck. right now. They start breaking through the fucking doors, right, and fucking uh, Legolas and Aragorn are just fucking firing the arrows. And then, dude, they bust in, and then all fucking hell breaks loose. And it's like, dude, Gandalf is taking names. The hobbits are fucking yeah. knocking people out. Aragorn's chopping people's fucking heads, heads off. off. Yeah. Uh, dude. And then the fucking cave troll comes in and yeah. starts wrecking. And, like, dude, everything goes fucking bonkers. 
it's after Frodo. He takes one in the fucking side. Yeah. Dude, it's uh uh it's using the chain against Legolas and he uses it to fucking climb on its yeah, head and, and then, fucking bah, shoot bah. it. Dude, that scene I remember just watching it just being like, oh, yeah. holy shit. And like, dude, things fight scenes like that can get really messy the way that they're edited, the right. way that they're shot. Things that's what I'm saying. So many things that could have gone wrong with this movie where it's just not compelling and doesn't look good. Like Peter Jackson, the way he shot this whole thing is just so fucking good. Mm -hmm. It's so incredible. Um, But yeah, I think this is probably one of the best scenes in the entire movie. Yeah, I love it. Um, I I was just thinking when they first break in and like the the pieces of wood on the door are like breaking out, they're chipping out. How bad do you think Peter Jackson wanted to put one of the goblins' faces through there, like Jack Nicholson was like, <laughs> and then get hit with an dude, arrow? What would have been, yeah, the, like a close up. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you that shot is on the cutting room floor. Yeah, I guarantee, I guarantee you. Like, no, we can't have that. Yeah. It's too much, like the shiny. I guarantee you. <laughs> oh man, but that it's just so good. And then you and then you see their fucking their know how, even when they shut the door. Like Air, like Legolas is throwing Boromir, and they don't say, they don't talk to no, each other. No. They're just fucking. They they've been in battles. They know yeah. how it fucking works. We gotta bar this door, t- toss you this axe, put it up. Yeah, everything like that. It's fucking, dude. They just work so well together. This is the first time you see the fucking the Fellowship of the Ring really fucking just go hard, and you know whatever comes their way, big or small, they're gonna fucking yeah. they're gonna handle their shit because they have to. Yep. There's no other choice. They, yeah, ha- they, they have, have to. to. They, have, they to. have to. They put fear aside. They yeah. put fucking everything aside. It's, it's fucking insane. Yeah. Um, oh, but we, we, we didn't mention how, like, one of the most important things is that, um, I forget the name of that, that fleece. Mithril? Yeah. Yeah. That he had that. It's, without it's, uh, without it's that. El- he, Elvin, Elvin Chainmill. would have been Mithril. dead. Yeah. Uh, harder than a dragon's scale, they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he gets pierced. They all think he's dead, and then they fucking wake. They wake his ass up. And I, I had here we we went over it because or we went past it because we went straight to the scene. But I just love the short part where Bilbo freaks out on Frodo when he sees the ring. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he does. Dude, that. it's so creepy. Yeah. It's so creepy. My old ring. Dude, yeah, so good, uh, so good. Um, anyway, anyway, I had to mention that part. Yeah, no, that's I good. That it, it, it's good we talked about it. It's good we talked about it. Um, and then next up, he reminds me of the Emperor. Yeah, yeah, you know when he does that. No, for he sure, has the same look. It's um, it's definitely Emperorish. Uh, next up, I think we have the Belrog, which mm. we can include the entire like escape. Because uh, those are really two different scenes. Because, dude, that fight scene goes on for a long... Because they're in the in the tomb for a while. Gandalf's reading. And then the fight happens. So that's all like one collectively one oh, yeah. scene. So then the escape. They're running out. They're fucking surrounded by fucking goblins. Like the whole fucking mine is full of goblins. And they're surrounded. Mm-hmm. And then they hear the bell rock. And all the goblins fucking beat it. They don't know what the fuck... The Fellowship doesn't know what the fuck it is, but Gandalf does. Yeah. He doesn't want to believe it. Shadow and fire, right? Yep. Shadow and fire. It's the Belrog. 
lights up and he tells them, dude, we can't. You yeah. guys are like, we can't do anything. You guys got to run. Just run. Yeah. We, we fucked up. We got to run. All of this is fucking Pippin's fault. All of it's Pippin's fault. Oh, yeah. and they don't address that no. at all. They don't address it at all. Just fucking, just the worst thing imaginable just coming at you. Just the it's worst thing Satan. imaginable. It's fucking Satan. Yeah. It's literally Lucifer. So they, so they, because <laughs> this thing is running through the fucking, the fucking chasms of this mine. They gotta run. They gotta escape. They're almost to the other side, the bridge of Casa Doom. Mm-hmm. The whole fucking mine is falling apart, <laughs> and that's when we get the the great fucking nobody tosses a dwarf. They're trying to get across all these broken fucking staircases. Not the beard. Not the beard. <laughs> trying to get all across all these broken staircases. They get separated. They get back together. They're running through, and they make it to the bridge of Casa Doom. I love. I don't know if you ever fucking. <laughs> If you ever notice this, but I notice it every time. Right before they get to the bridge of Casa Doom, when they get across the staircases, Gandalf is like, Aragorn, get them out. And he doesn't go right away, and he fucking pushes them. And then no. Aragorn, hit, Aragorn hits, and then he looks at him like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> dude, he gives him this look like Viggo Mortensen. Like, Viggo Mortensen yeah, was, I was like, like, hey, what that's the not fuck? the script. Yeah, like, what the fuck? He gives him this look, but he uh, tell he tells him he's like, "Get him out! Like, yeah. get him the fuck out of this place!" Yeah. And then we had the fucking most epic showdown oh, between Gandalf and the Belrog. Fucking insane. You cannot pass, Gandalf. I am a servant of the Secret Fire, wielder of the Flame of Arnor. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Go back to the shadow. As an actor, like, how, like, because, okay, dude, like, you're a musician, when you have however many people you've ever played in front of you, like, fucking, or you're playing in front of, and you're fucking just going at it, like, that feeling just must be insane. Oh, yeah. As an actor, doing that scene, I can imagine just fucking, just exhilarating, man, being able to do that. And I bet that it was probably, like, one, two takes, if not the first one. Yeah, and it's... And, and and like and not only not only that you create a moment in like film history oh, for sure. that is are you talking to me life oh, yeah. is like a box of chocolates fucking like it, like something like that instantly like dude forgetting Sarah Marshall you shall not pass like dude 
that <laughs> scene is like one of the best scenes of this century, hands down. Yeah. No matter what, that it's fucking insane. And Ian McKellen just goes hard for it. Like he fucking just kills it at that part. Um, you think that's the most important part? Like as far as like like the fate of the world. Like, was him doing that right there? Oh, they would have never made it out alive if he wouldn't have yeah. done it, dude. Yeah. It, like, Gandalf, okay, so I'm a pretty big Lord of the Rings fan, but I'm there's people that are, like, way, like, this dude I follow on TikTok that knows everything and everything. Gandalf is, like, an immortal dude. Like, he's not human like them. Like, he could fuck, he could wreck shit. Yeah. And this thing is, some, like, up. something that it is, he's terrified of, yeah. you know? So, it's, like, that scene... Had he not done that, sacrificed himself, like, and everything like that, they would have been, they, they, there's no way they could have fought. That's why he told them to run right away. And it, it's just, that's when the Fellowship takes their real first loss. Mm-hmm. And when Frodo's beginning to realize, like, wherever I go, death is going to follow yeah, because yeah. this thing just eats eats up. Right. It just eats everything. people. Yeah. Everything. Um, so yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's incredibly powerful and Ian McKellen just fucking kills it. And then when Frodo sees him, he, it's like, you know, he, he loses it and then everybody else is crying when they get out and then Run, fucking, you fools. yeah, fly, you fools. Oh, fly, fly, yeah. Dude. And then, yeah, dude, it's, it's insane how good he is in that moment. They get out of the fucking cave and then right away fucking, oh, that part's good, man. Bore or Strider just fucking Legolas, get them up. Yeah. Fucking, they got we we gotta go, dude. Like, the, like give them a moment. Or what do you say? But yeah, like give them a moment. And fucking yeah, by nightfall these hills are gonna be full of goblins, yeah. orcs, whatever. Fucking dude, yeah, man. And they gotta go. <sighs> they gotta go. And yeah, those those scenes are incredibly powerful. Uh, so fucking good. And I I can't stress enough. Like, dude, just Peter Jackson mm-hmm. and his choice for the cash is, it's it's insane. You know, I, I the beginning of our show we we have all these these sound bites from older movies, um, but we haven't done any of those like that old. And I'm thinking we're doing this episode because this movie is 20 years old already. Yeah, and it holds so much water; it's fucking insane. Definitely, it's so good. Um, moving on, uh, like we said, I really like the whole bit in Lothlorien. Um the bits with. Uh, Frodo and Galadriel, you could kind of already tell that uh, Boromir's losing it. Um, that happens earlier on when fucking they drop the ring on the mountain. Mm-hmm. And then you get fucking uh, Aragorn had his hand on his sword the whole time. But yeah, this the whole scene inside Lothlorien, the whole bit between fucking Frodo and, uh, Frodo and Galadriel, and he offers her the ring. And she fucking freaks, freaks out dude, on. Dude, that's another scary fucking part. Yeah, it's um, it's this the story could get really dark really quick, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty insane. Um. But yeah, the, I I really like just the the fact like okay, so like you got Rivendell and then you have Mirkwood and you have Lothlorien. All these elves specialize in different shit. Lothlorien elves are the ones that show up to fucking Helm's Deep and Two Towers. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to see the the other worlds, because we don't go to Mirkwood in this movie, but we were in Rivendell, and then mm-hmm. we see how, like, these elves live, and it's not like, 
in between waterfalls. Now it's in giant, forest. beautiful forests and yeah. like all this other shit. Like it, it's just a really cool. It just helped. This whole scene just helps the world building so much more. Yeah. Because it's not like oh, because I mean, without knowing that you you could have thought what you said like. We saw the hob- where the hobbits live, and now we saw where the elves live, and then there's a place where the men live and the dwarves live, and that's it. But no, there's several places. So I think this mm-hmm. scene just really builds on on that shit. Uh, but yeah. And then, do you have anything else before we get to like the final battle and everything? No, that's, that's pretty much it. Just that whole last battle scene. Is... Right before they get to the last battle, I mean, they, they leave Lothlorien by boat. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just that epic uh, boat ride where they come up on the fucking old kings, the statues, and they're like as small as the pinky toed oh, male. Yeah. It's just just stuff like that just makes this movie worth watching. You just you just it makes you it makes you as an audience member feel small, mm-hmm. um, and it's really fun. I I just love that they add stuff like that. And in. how old. The, the yeah you know, like the the like the history is the history just, is yeah just... like these characters are fairly young like uh you know what in the i was think i was reading somewhere in the book i think fucking aragorn's supposed to be like 60 or like older oh which is weird so everything they they age differently obviously then uh, no i don't know about that i know i oh. know like the dwarves and the elves and the hobbits do or whatever I think the hobbits actually age the same as like people. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, it's strange. Um, but yeah. So apart from that scene, we'll go to the fucking final battle, mm-hmm. which is really really long. Um, it starts off when, you know, Frodo's running away from. Uh, he just fucking had that encounter with Boromir mm-hmm. where he tried to take the ring from him, and then he meets up with Aragorn. And then Aragorn sees that sting, his sword is glowing blue. So then, dude, and then like we said, without fear, he notices that that shit happens, turns around, and he's like, Frodo, go, and then mm-hmm. just walks away. He knows there's going to be orcs right around the corner, <laughs> walks, and there's like a thousand orcs, and he just puts his sword up and fucking walks towards them, starts fucking fighting. Hacking like, dude, through, guys. Yeah. So insane. So insane. What are like? What are some of your favorite? Because it's a long final battle. What are some of your favorite parts from like that whole, whole thing? Yeah, I mean, shit. Because because each character gets like cool like little like moves that they do in there. Yeah, I like I like when uh, I like how uh, Aragorn is just like he'll swipe through like one or two guys and then turn around and swipe through like another two and then decapitate a guy like butter Uh you know and it just like just i don't know like he's he's quick on his feet you know what i mean and uh he dives off that like because you know they they back him up those stairs where he was talking to frodo mm -hmm. and then fucking when he sees her chasing out he's like oh yeah dives off of there yeah yeah and then uh at the same time Bormir's with the fucking uh with Marion Pippin mm-hmm. and then he starts fighting all the fucking orcs and he starts blowing the horn. Mm-hmm. And they do that fucking they're like they hear him and they're like, Oh, the horn of Gondor so they do that whole like tracking shot. You see all the fucking orcs just running. <sighs> they get to him and Bormir's just fucking dicing fools, yeah. just fucking <laughs> Killing everybody, dude. He kills so many people. Yeah. But then you get other great parts with fucking uh, 
uh, like Legolas, what, there's a part where he fucking just like loads up three times in a row. Just oh yeah, killing so a couple fast. Guys, and then like he he goes to shoot and somebody gets too close, so he just fucking stabs him through. Like yeah. uses their momentum to stab him through the eye, and then mm-hmm. fucking shoots again. <laughs> or he shoots two guy, and it like straight forward goes through two dudes. Um, it's like, dude, you know who doesn't get a lot of play in that last battle is Gimli. They yeah. like don't really show him all that much now that I'm realizing it. I mean, in reality, how how many guys could he really kill? Like, I think he could kill a bunch. Uh, dwarves are like really strong. Uh, yeah, they they like they they they're they're like they're kind of like I don't know how how to describe them. They're fucking stout, so they're like really steady and fucking yeah, dude. You could fucking kill a lot of people. What happens when they get surrounded though? I feel like they're easy to surround. Well, they just kill people before they surround them. <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking. He's 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 a badass. Nah, he's he's cool, Super but badass. But anyway, yeah. So then, fucking Aragorn trying to help the hobbits. Uh, fucking Frodo's trying to get away. Sam's following him, and uh, yeah, fucking Aragorn takes one in the fucking gut, goes down, gets back up, <laughs> kills like six more people, takes another one. Gets up, mm-hmm. kills like four more people, takes another one. He's down and out for the count. And you get that sick ass fight between Aragorn and the fucking head Uruk guy. Yeah, which is fucking badass. Yeah, I love that part. Like how fucking like create. So in the extended version, I know he like Air, uh, Galadriel gives Aragorn because she gives everybody something. Oh okay. And she gives him this big ass like fucking. I don't know what kind of knife. It's just like wider on one end than the other. Mm-hmm. So in the fucking extended version, he stabs Orca in the fucking leg and then he takes it out and then he licks it in front of him oh. and then he fucking tosses it at him. And then, uh, yeah, dude, he's fighting that dude and then fucking he stabs him and that guy's just like, fuck you. And pulls oh, yeah. him towards him, <laughs> yeah. pulls the sword through him. <laughs> yeah. And then fucking Eric just pulls it out and whips his fucking head off, dude. Uh, I don't know why I thought that Boromir ha- got his head cut off? No, man. Yeah. He talks to Aragorn before he dies. No, I know. I, I, I don't know why I thought he did. That would have been... Uh, maybe because he gets his head chopped off in Game of Thrones. <laughs> I don't know, but... I I guess it's been a while, but then I was like, oh, no, it's the Urukai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The head of them gets his head cut off. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, uh, that whole scene's fucking great, and then Boromir dies. That scene between them is awesome. I do not know what strength is in my blood, but I swear to you, I will not let the White City fall. Our people fail. Our people. Our people.
it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. J- just everybody brought their A game to this fucking set. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's 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 really touching. Um, and even as a look, I remember leaving there and not realizing that because they call him Strider and then he's Eric Horn, not knowing that he was the King of Gondor or whatever, even though it's like implied and you should know that, but. You just felt something between those two characters. Oh, yeah. Because they kind of, like, are indifferent to each other. And then, like, at the end, it's fucking... They're, like, homies. And then, yeah, man, the movie... It's, like we said... Like I said, it's hard to just not say every single part of this movie. Yeah. Um, Legolas' realization that Aragorn's not down to follow them. uh, To follow Sam and... uh, Frodo and Frodo, uh, Sam against his better instincts, walking into the water even though he can't swim. Yeah. You know, it's just this movie has so much heart and so much shit. That's I think it's all heart. Yeah, these movies, and I, th- I, I think uh, Two Towers when we get to that movie has one of the best like uplifting speeches I've ever heard in my entire life. But this movie, the same as the other two, they're just really, really heartfelt. Mm-hmm. And that's why you, you really care about these characters. like, And the fact that they're in the most extreme situation imaginable. Yeah. Um, and especially the ones that shouldn't be there, the hobbits. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's just a fucking amazing story. And Peter Jackson found the right people and just knocked this fucking movie out of the park. It's, yeah. it's insane how good these movies are 20 years later. You know, just thinking right now, I was like, why why is it the hobbits that are the one, or Frodo specifically, that's able to bear the power of the, well, Bilbo also, um, why they're able to bear the power of the ring? I mean, it, yeah, it starts to corrupt them a little bit, but not as bad as if it was a man or, say, an elf or whoever. I'm thinking like there's a parallel between I'm gonna go kind of a stretch here, but of uh Steve Rogers, right? Captain yeah. America. Yeah, yeah. Why he didn't lose his mind when he got the Cause super soldier serum. Because they're small and yeah. they, they don't know a world of having power. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know Yeah, they, they, it's like a whole a whole neighborhood of Steve Rogers because mm-hmm. they're all they don't know the evils of the world. Yeah. Um so yeah. like, what would a Hobbit do with with that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't. They they're 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 imagine like because like the men of the world and mm-hmm. everything like that. All oh, power, women, like money, riches, yeah. and everything. They don't know anything about yeah the outside world. Hobbits don't and like and that's emphasized in the book in the story. That's why it's so extraordinary. Why Bilbo goes on his adventure. Hobbits are known for being homebodies. They don't go anywhere. Like the other races, they go places. Yeah, they, they have stake in the world and everything hobbits don't go anywhere yeah. they don't do anything out of the ordinary ever mm. so they don't know any their their imagination of like what would i do with power is like yeah they don't they have it's no like a con- kid it's like yeah they have no kid. concept of what, it what would a kid do yeah it's like they have no concept of it so that's yeah you're that's that's right it's not a stretch at all it's 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 pretty pretty accurate um but yeah it's like as far as like this story goes, I mean, 
the way I mean J.R.R. Tolkien wrote this book and it really changed away the way a lot of fantasy was was written after it yeah um but it still has a lot of tropes um in it that are like very traditional to like regular like lore and uh regular um like storytelling tropes or whatever but um yeah it it this movie does such a good job world building like right out the door Mm -hmm. that it makes it so so easy for you to get to know this world and get to know the characters and how they what they're how they're the same even without getting a lot of the history behind it it's Mm -hmm. it's fucking fantastic is there anything like like because i know you enjoy like the the orcs and then like (laughs) We haven't even really talked about fucking Sauron at all this entire time. You yeah. know, like the concept of... And, oh, that's one scene that I think we should mention. The fucking... The the prologue to this movie. Watching that, the fucking giant-ass battle on the hills oh, of yeah. fucking Mountain Dew. Dude, dude. That, that fucking battle is It's sick. fucking insane. Yeah. Insane. It's crazy. And then fucking Sauron shows up fucking just... With a giant-ass mace just... knocking, <laughs> knocking people all over the place, dude. It's how did how did uh oh because he severed the fingers yeah and he he lost the power of the ring (laughs) yeah yeah okay that's right yeah um yeah it's 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 just fucking crazy the way this movie opens the music I like it's got that like little fucking I don't know this movie is just so good and it never ceases to piss you off when when. He's like, cast it into the fire. No. And he's like, it's just right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. And then he's like, no. I was like, dude, well, why didn't he just make him? Like, He could have literally pulled out a knife. <laughs> like, no. I'm not fucking around. Cast it into the yeah. fire. I'm going to fucking dice your ass up. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You kind of just let him take it. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit. Uh, well, huh? we'll see what happens. <laughs> I got to be home. I gotta, I gotta, I'm recording Matlock. <laughs> Fucking dude, yeah, it's 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 yeah. This this story is fucking crazy. There, yeah. There's there's so much to the story. All the all that taking place, I think, like a thousand years before the fucking story takes oh, place. Yeah. Then fucking uh, Schmeagel has the fucking ring for like five hundred years, and that turns him into the fucking creature that he yeah. is. And then Bilbo has a ring for like fifty years. Yeah, and. Then the story starts, and then it's it's. How did I always forget? How did um how did they find Schmeagel? Because they tortured him, and that's how they got word. They of they knew Bilbo. uh from before they because Schmeagel had put like put on the ring so many times. Oh, the, they, uh, they, they knew that he had had the ring at some point, oh, so yeah. they find him, they torture him, and then that's how they find out Bilbo Bilbo took it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's. Fucking crazy, man! Uh, it's just so good. The amount of detail—it's—it's it's really. And like, dude, like the fucking, the way, like I said earlier, talking about the Hobbit movies. There's so much less practical effects. Mm-hmm. Every single extra in this fucking movie, just is actual person, a orc, a fucking elf. Like yeah. they have the elf ears on the the craftsmanship. They they had like whole iron workers making hundreds of hundreds of fucking swords and chain like they had people fucking putting chain mill together like piece by piece for every single movie Damn. not to mention all the fucking models and like everything else the craftsmanship that went into this movie i can't imagine another 
like franchise like going as hard as like the people that make yeah. this movie. It's fucking insane. We got to go to New Zealand and go to the Shire. I really want to go, dude. I want to go so bad. I, I always said, <laughs> I don't even care. I always said if I ever won like the lottery, like the fucking like those Powerball or something, yeah. I would pay like a lot of people to like cosplay like ride with horses with me out in the middle of the <laughs> sea yeah, wouldn't you be down fuck yeah to have a sword and fucking like Are you riding a me? fucking horse dude first oh, thing I'm we're in. gonna do I'm oh in. man i'm so i'm so glad you're down dude that would be so fun dude i would you know what i'm pissed is that they um they tore down uh uh Iteris, the the king kingdom of rohan mm-hmm. uh in the two towers yeah because i guess people were going out there and they were fucking spray painting on all that shit dude so they fucking blocked it off and they tore it down. But that was like a real place that you could go to out in the middle of nowhere, Jesus, dude. Man. That's fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, dude, this it's like the level of craftsmanship that went into this movie is fucking insane. How all the actors learn all like all the elvish and the door like the dwarves language and everything like that. It's fucking crazy, crazy yeah. cool. It's I, impressive. I, I fucking love this movie so much. How how like cause you you read the books? I have yeah. How. Like similar, like from a person who read the books, and like, so are they mad? Are I would they like got a lot of. I would I would say that there's like a ninety percent accuracy. So everything that's in the movies, I would say is like ninety, like eighty to ninety percent accurate to what's in the book. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of shit in the books that are left out of the movies. Mm. Um. Like in this one, there's a character that they meet Tom Bombadil like on their way from the Shire to Rivendell, and he's like an elf or some other fucking magical creature. I can't remember, but there's like characters and like pieces that are missing out of each movie that are in the book. But everything that's in in the movie is pretty accurate to how the books are. It's oh, been okay. a long time since I've read them, so like probably like I don't know. Maybe like fifteen years, mm-hmm. so um, kind of hazy, but they're they're pretty accurate. Yeah, uh, they wanted to make a really accurate depiction of of these of these books. So yeah, this movie is fucking insane, and I think with with all the craftsmanship, with the acting, with the directing, the fucking clothes, like dude, the costumes are fucking insanely amazing. Um, another element that adds to this is the fucking music, man. Yeah, the music in this movie. It's so amazing. Uh, I always love when I can find a, a good score. And the guy that did the score to this movie is called... Uh, his name's Howard Shore. Mm. I hadn't heard him do anything else before this. At least I don't think so. But this was like... I was so into these movies. Like, I bought the soundtracks. Because I had like I used nice. to listen to different music when I used to write back in the day. And I would listen to fucking... I think I only had the Two Towers soundtrack. But... It just puts you in that mood, like, and then, like, even on the fucking, like, on heartfelt TikToks or Instagram videos, you get the fucking Shire music. (laughs) People play that shit at their fucking weddings. I was at a fucking wedding, and they had that music there. Dude, I, I love that shit. I, dude, the whole soundtrack is fucking, like, the, the fucking Mordor shit, mm-hmm. the fucking Isengard dun, 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 like, it's fucking, like, it's, inf- it's infectious. Yeah. And then, like, I like how the movies go on, you get, 
like different themes like there's a fucking Rohan theme and there's a Gondor theme mm-hmm. and like shit like that um the music from the very beginning when you start hearing fucking uh Galadriel Cat, uh Kate Blanchett fucking start talking it just it's super enticing super enticing i love the fucking the eagle music or like when he's on the fucking when he's on top of uh Isengard tower and he fucking catches the catches the the moth and fucking oh, yeah. the the Sauron music and everything it's just fucking it's it's awesome and i i had to talk about uh Howard Shore before we finish this cuz it's just fucking amazing there's it's, also speaking of music there's probably a ton of metal bands but i only know of a couple that that use uh like imagery or themes from Lord of the Rings. From the books or from this actual movie? From the books, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know enough, but I know um this one band in particular that I really like. It's uh one they're called Blind Guardian, they're from Germany. Okay. They're sick power metal style. Um Nightfall in Middle Earth is a sick ass album. Nice. And I'm guessing this the cover, the, this guy here, I don't know if he, he looks familiar to you. No, he doesn't. I feel like it's a character or something, but could be. They got they got like excerpts, um, in in the album, and they got like some guy talking about, um, like uh, there's like a battle going on, like the field is lost and all this shit, and he mentions like. Uh, Sauron or some shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn, that's tight. Yeah, and then there's this other band called Bloodbound, and one of their songs is called Moria. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and that's it's like, sick. It, it, it's like, dude, fantasy and metal has Just, gone. Who would have known? Has gone hand in hand. Metal is um, metal heads are fucking giant nerds. Oh, they are. Yeah, dude. yeah for sure. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, this this movie is just fucking great, and. Like we said, 20 years old, and you could just fucking show it to anybody. And I, I fucking... Finally, we finally got Petey to watch it, because he was, like, not down. And he was like, yeah, they're good. They're mm-hmm. good. And I was like, yeah, no shit, you motherfucker. You're fucking 20 years late. <laughs> These movies are fucking amazing. Um, but, yeah, is there anything else uh, before we end off that you want to talk about? Yeah, the, that album that I mentioned, uh-huh. uh, Nightfall in Middle Earth, it's a book based upon Tolkien's... The Silmarillion, or Silmarillion, Mm -hmm. a book of tales from the first age of Middle-earth. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen that book before. Yeah. I don't know. I've never read that shit, but... Yeah, there's, there's like, a bunch of, like, Tolkien writings um, Mm -hmm. that are, like, put into books that that exist. Uh, I remember grabbing a bunch when I was, like, in seventh grade when the movies were coming out, Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, uh starting to read them and then just being like oh this isn't lord of the rings but it's like a bunch of other shit yeah but um yeah man uh anything anything else i think we we talked about all of our favorite scenes we talked a lot about how the movie was made what it made us feel like this movie is just so fucking fun and so incredible like um, i'm down to watch it again tonight you yeah know? like dude, you can, I, I can watch, watch i can watch this movie whenever oh i do want to i do want to just just re like say and mention watching this movie even for the first time you know their journey's not done so the movie ends Mm -hmm. and that last scene oh i love that of fucking sam and frodo standing and you just see the 
fucking mountains and lightning in the mm-hmm. background. You just see this whole thing that they have to traverse, and you're just like, that was epic. How can we get more yeah. out of what this story has to offer? Mm-hmm. And we, and as, as audience members, as kids, we had no fucking idea what was coming. Mm-hmm. And the movie just ends like that. Yeah. And wow. Yeah. It was fucking insane. I, I love how um, uh, Gimli, Legolas, and, and Aragorn are just like, like you said earlier, like we're not going to follow them. Yeah. And he's like, but that's not our journey anymore. Yeah. Now we got to save these far as we can. Yeah. We got to warn everybody else. Yeah. 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 Gotta... Our, 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 our job in this fucking tale is it's, we're not done yet. Yeah. Yeah. I just love that, man. Where it's just like, no. Yeah. There, there's there's, there's this, there's this, um, just being a kid watching it there's this there's this understanding that you get because you saw these characters and their pledge and their and their journey and the, what they lost and how hard they were fighting the whole way there's this understanding that yeah this story's not over these people are going that way these people are going that way and this this isn't over not by far like mm-hmm. there's there's more to come yeah. and you kind of accept it even without knowing anything else about what's going to happen it's mm-hmm. just it's it's really great this movie's incredibly powerful i can't say enough good things about this movie yeah i agree um but with that i think that is peter jackson's lord of the rings fellowship of the ring came out in 2001 and uh yeah this this was really fun um thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys for thank being you. patient with us and we will see you at the movies again for Play It Again, man, I'm Steve Valdez. Jason Brunez. We will see you at the movies, guys. See you. Later. What's up, guys? Steven here. Wow, what an episode. I had a lot of fun doing that one. Had a lot of fun rewatching that movie and had a lot of fun discussing it with Jason. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode as well. Me and Jason want to thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts for tuning in again. I know we've been off for a while. Like we said on our Instagram, Jason got COVID at the beginning of the year and I was outside of the country for an extended period of time. But now we're back, we're both healthy, we're together, and we can't wait to bring you more content this year. So make sure you guys tune in every week. We're actually dropping a bonus episode tomorrow, so tune in for that one as well. But other than that, if you're not following us on our Instagram already, make sure you do that. That's man underscore pod. And we will see you at the movies next week, guys. Have a good one.